All right, man, you're ready to go. Welcome to Race Time Radio. You'll hear from the best in Canadian U.S. racing this week. Grab a cold one and stick around. All right, you're good. They've got a car in the wall. The starter tower has signals. We're ready to roll. It's Race Time Radio, and it starts right now. Here's your host, Joe Chisholm. And a good evening, one and all, live tonight on Race Time Radio. Man, what a weekend, and we got a show lined up for you here tonight, all live on Race Time, Sirius XM Channel 167 Canada Talks, and hello to all the Rev TV viewers all cranking it on Tuesday night at 4 o'clock. Welcome aboard. We've got a real good one for you, so much to tell you about over the next two hours we're going to try and get you up to date right across the country here. Uh, and let me tell you who we got coming on the show. Now, Junior is not here tonight. Uh, you got just me flying solo. Uh, Junior over at Sunset Speedway did some spotting for the 17 of Josh Stoddy. We got some results there. The race just finished off. Super stocks on track. Now, of course, Velocity Weekend at Sunset Speedway. Everything caps today. At Sunset Speedway, we'll get you some results in just a bit. But let me tell you who we got coming on the show tonight. Uh, right off the top, we're going to have Connor Pertigo, driver of the 19. He ends up winning the championship at Delaware Speedway on Friday night in his pro late model number 19. Now, he didn't win the race, but he did finish on the podium. The uh, 10 car of Jesse Kennedy hit pay dirt. Uh, kind of a good deal for... Jesse Kennedy. We haven't got Jesse on the show tonight, but trust me, in due time, we'll get uh, as many winners and as many champions on as we can. But tonight, you're going to hear from the late model champion, Delaware Speedway Friday Night Program, Connor Pertigo is going to join the show. And then, uh, right after him, we're going to hear from the Superstock feature winner, uh, the number one car of Trevor Culver goes to victory lane. What a dogfight this one was on Friday night. Uh, real good show, and Trevor got the job done. He ended up winning the race, didn't win the championship. Uh, that came down uh, to Carson. Uh, it, Carson Nagy, the 93 car, ended up winning the championship. We're going to hear from Carson tonight on the program as well. Uh, Corey McAllister, driver of the 71, got it done in the Lucas Oil, not Lucas Oil, sorry, old guy, uh, Ontario Sportsman Series. They were at Delaware Speedway to cap the season off. The 71 car gets the pole, goes out and wins himself the 100-lap feature event, ends up getting the uh, not only the race win, he ends up taking the championship. And there was a series within a series uh, Corey ends up winning both. Now, he is on track as we speak at Sunset Speedway in his super stock. So uh, we do have Corey lined up. Hopefully, we'll get him here in hour number one. Uh, but we'll see. We'll see how things progress. We'll catch up with the president of the United Late Model Series. Of course, the APC Series, also co-owner at Delaware Speedway. We got the Prez coming on. Luke Ramsey is going to stop by with, uh, we'll talk to him about not only Friday night, the season, and we'll also talk to him about the huge mega weekend 
that's going to roll into Delaware Speedway. And, of course, the APC Series is going to crown their champion this coming weekend. Uh, We'll talk to Luke about all of the above. Then we'll catch up. You'll remember uh, back, I'm going to say, a little better than a month ago, uh, it was a Friday night, beautiful, nice, warm night at Delaware Speedway. The Oscar Hot Rods Modifieds were in to do battle. Uh, you'll remember back uh, that this night, we covered it off fairly well. Uh, driver the number four, Steve McCaw, uh, was on the racetrack. He went out. Uh, Steve hasn't been in a race car in a little while. Uh, he decided to get a race car, get back out, and uh, it was the Oscar Hot Rods that he chose to jump into. Uh, Steve was on the track, went out, finished his race up in second spot, hard-fought battle. He was coming, and right at the end of the race, he ended up hitting the wall. Um, Not a real big hit, but he did, nevertheless, glance it off the wall, and uh, he was having some distress inside the car by the look of it. Uh, The number 88, um, uh, the uh, spark power machine, um, his name is off the top of my head, but I'll remember it as I uh, talk. Uh, he and his brother uh, were looking over and went, hmm, something doesn't quite look right with that driver. We're going to go over and see if we can give, a, give him a hand. Uh, they are uh, uh, first responder kind of guys when they're not at the speedway. And uh, he, sure enough, they got to the car, and Steve was unresponsive. I mean, he was technically dead inside the race car and uh the guys jumped right into action got him out of the race car and thankfully at delaware speedway they had the paddles they were able to uh punch him up and uh they they saved his life ricky verburn and his brother i knew it would come to me uh but sure enough they ended up saving steve's life it was huge back on that uh friday night uh, they transported him to London. Steve actually did some great miraculous stuff in recovering. And Steve is going to join the show tonight. He's going to go back racing come Friday night in his Oscar number four. So I'm looking forward to catching up with Steve and getting his thoughts on all the recovery and getting ready to go back into the race car. Cleared by the doctors, and uh, it's going to be quite interesting to see Steve pick up where he left off. Then, our final guest of the night is a combined four-cylinder driver that ended up winning his championship up at the beach. The zero weight of Pat Farrow is going to join us. So we got an action-packed show all lined up. I've got results. I've got previews. Uh, we got a whole pile for you. But what do you say we get to it? And let's welcome in guest number one. He is a champion at Delaware Speedway. He did it in his number 19 pro-late he did it on Friday night. He's had a great season. He joins us now on the Zoom line, Mr. Connor Perdigo. What's going on there, Connor? How you doing, buddy? I'm doing good. Thank you for having me on. Hey, man, what a season you've had. Uh, a little bit of a roller coaster, but, man, you had good success, and that 19 car was always, like, right up in that top five. Yeah, our, our McCall guys did a really good job this year. Uh, this number 19 car was fast no matter what happened we've had cars drive over top of us we've had brake issues i've had issues with my driving and we've all just overcame it and had a great season and wrapped up the championship connor i've been watching you for a number of years and of course matt pertigo no matt quite well and uh is something about that pertigo name you guys have really got it in your dna on uh you know get behind the wheel of a race car and get the job done 
Uh, watching you guys, very, very professional short track racers. You got to be proud of your team and, uh, you know, everything. And you as a driver, uh, you're, you're pretty sharp. How do you stay so sharp behind the wheel? Well, I've been racing since I was six years old. And, you know, there's been times where I, I've went to school for two days and then I'm off for three up practicing for some races, right? Like back when we would race carts all across Ontario, a bit in the States, I'd, you know, be off school three, four days. And it's just, I just think I've kind of learned to like stay consistent from that. And that's really helped my driving. Well, and it would, right? Uh, it's starting out young. I, I always said Wayne Gretzky didn't start playing hockey when he turned 16. He started very young, and look at what he actually did in his career. Uh, kind of cool to see. And now in motorsports, we're seeing drivers start out younger, and uh, it, it makes a huge difference when they get up into, you know, uh, and they're still young, like you are, and getting up into full-size race cars and letting it rip. Uh, you come in with a, a great deal of knowledge and uh, a passion for the sport. That's what you need to be a winner. That's what you need to be a champion. And, man, you've done it all this year. What's it been like? Uh, take us through grade the season. Well, we started off the year with a fourth place finish at Delaware. And then, you know, we went back to the shop, did a couple changes of the car that I thought we needed and the team agreed. And as soon as we got that first win, it's just been, you know, like a dream season. I've just, we finished in the top five every race but one. And that's when... You know, we had that little incident in the heat race a couple Fridays ago, but we still finished the sixth place. We qualified pole in the APC series, which was really cool. And, uh, yeah, now we're going to go run the 200-lap uh, race for the Great Canadian and see how we can do there. Oh, man, at your home track. I don't see you tour around a lot with your late model. That's probably by design, right? And when you're at home running at Delaware, going against guys like Ray Morneau and the Zero Three and Kyle Steckley, and, oh, the list goes on and on. To mention one and not mention them all is probably a disservice because the competition is that tough on a Friday night. But we don't see you tour around a lot. Is that by design? Are you set up for Delaware and there you go? Well, it's just I'd like to tour around and so would my dad and stuff. But it's just it's a, it's a very costly thing to go do, right? So we're hopefully going to run the APC next year and tour around a little bit or even just, you know, run the odd couple race, like one at Sobble, one at Sunset and, you know, run maybe some weekly shows just to like get a feel for it. But we're trying to commit. We're going to, you know, talk to the sponsors, try to get a couple more sponsors on board and then uh, go jump around and see what we can do. Yeah, the worst part about this sport is it costs a great deal of money to do what you do. Now, uh, I guess if you took a four-cylinder and dragged it around, uh, it's still going to cost a bunch of money, but it isn't going to cost near as much as it does to twist laps in a pro-late model like you guys are doing. Um, it, do you have experience at the other tracks in different divisions, or uh, is that something that's going to be kind of maiden voyage each time you head out? So I ran Flamborough last year, just like a, a weekly show with the two twin 25 features. And I think we got third and fourth. It's a fun, fun little track to be at. It's a tight bouldering, right? It's just a hard to track, like a hard track to pass at. But I've watched many races from my cousin at Sobble, but I've never been to like a Sunset or Peterborough ever. So that, you know, might be something new on the calendar to go check out. Well, and it will be, right? They're, they're, they're kind of similar in some respects, but, you know, they are all different configurations. You get to Peterborough, it's a fast joint, third mile 
kind of D-shaped, so that would be different. Uh, I guess the beauty in what you have done and what you've uh, been doing in your career, you're racing on the fastest half mile we got in Canada, uh, and then, you know, you go to strike out and, and, and try other tracks. I think everything is going to feel a whole lot slower when you go there. It's probably going to feel a whole lot more comfortable. I guess we'll have to find out. Yeah, I think uh, tracks that are like it, it's half the size of Delaware, right? That you're going to, you're going to just have a little, a lot of a like you're you're going to have a higher gear. It's just you're not going to be getting the speeds like you quite were, right? You're still going to be flowing through the corners pretty fast. And when you're in a pack of just twenty five cars, it's just going to be like it's going to feel fast, right? But yeah, to feel fast, everything will happen in a hurry. And it'll feel yep. like you're in traffic all the time. I guess at Delaware Speedway, when you get out front, seen you out there many times, out in clean air, you got a little bit of space until you start rolling up on lap cars. When you get to some of the other shorter tracks, man, uh, it's going to be tough sledding. If you if you don't like traffic, you're in for a nightmare of a time. But if you like the traffic, man, it's going to be a lot of fun. It's going to be good to be the driver of the 19, I would imagine. Yeah, it'll be fun. Uh, I I don't mind cutting through the traffic because you know sometimes it hurts you and sometimes it helps you. But it's just like a it's a fun thing to do because one if you see the if you're running second, the guy ahead of you starts struggling with the traffic. It gives you that little bit of a push to kind of you know go for it, and they start getting closer and closer, and then you're on them and you know fighting for the win. Yeah, it's gonna be awesome. Let's talk about the two hundred coming up. That's your next one. You got the championship all sealed up now. Uh, what are the thoughts and uh, a longer race 200 laps is a long distance at Delaware Speedway uh, you're ready for that longer show I think so it's just it's just 200 laps it's just a long race I've done the 100 lap there the last two years and that felt pretty long especially when we get a green flag run but it'll be a very long race just gonna have to you know save your stuff because you're not gonna try to win the race within the first hundred right just just with everything that's been going on with all the tires and what's been happening from what I'm hearing is it's just uh, you might just want to cruise for the first bit before you're just going for it, right? Yeah, yeah. Save, save, save. That's what uh, the spotter's going to be saying in your ear. With Connor Pertigo, the champion for 2023 Pro Late Model Delaware Speedway, one of the hardest tracks in all of Canada to go out there and not only be consistent, but to go out and win a championship in races as Connor did this year and uh, did a fantastic job. Connor, let's talk about that crew you've got assembled. Who you got on your team? So we got uh, Joe Lawrence. He's the lead crew chief that helps me out every Friday night, and he's he's such a smart guy. Like He just knows everything, the ins and outs of any race car, and he's very just, like, he just knows how to show people, like, that are learning and help them with it, too. He's a big help with everything, and... uh I think Matt from McCall's, he, he does all my tire pressure, stagger, everything. And he, he's very smart with that. I got Roy Shindell helping me, who's been around the Speedway for a number of years. Who His boys raced bone socks for a while. Wesley Shindell is my spotter, who's Roy's son, raced bone socks for a while. My dad, who's helped me, you know, he, he's just kind of there to make sure everything goes right. And then uh, I got my buddy Carson Sim, who runs a junior uh, trucks and won championships in that. He just comes, helps out and... Yeah, we just seem to got it all kind of figured out, and it flows well with the crew we got. Everyone's just so, you know, helping to each other, and we just work well with each other. 
Yeah, and the sport is just like everything, right? It's all about the people you've got around you. When you get the right chemistry, you get the right formula. Man, it's it's kind of sweet when it all comes together. Sponsorship on that 19. Seen lots of decals on there. I know they mean a ton to you. Yeah, so we got uh, Manny from H&N Roofing and Sheet Metal. He's been on board with us for the last two years. He's kind of the primary sponsor, and he's been a big help with getting me to the track every night, right? Um, we've known him for a while, and he's threw his name on the car and helped out. Uh, Domus Developments, uh, He's he's been on since we first started racing, kind of, right? We, he used to be our neighbor, and then he started up his business, and he needed some sponsorship. So we said, sure, you can throw it on the car, and we'll go out. Uh, Global Warranty, who sponsored Matt for numerous years, has jumped on board with us. Vienna Dental, another little place up here in Kamoka that uh, decided to jump on. Levens Automotive Group have been on the hood since day one, and I don't see it changing at all. We got a couple new sponsors like Hully Gully, who've uh, jumped on in Delaware Variety. We've also had Glenn Kowalda Recyclers, who helped Matt for many years, too, sponsored us and won the championship with us. So it's pretty cool to have some of the sponsors that sponsored Matt for a couple of years and helped him win his championship to come on board with me and help me win my championship. Well, that's cool, and that's what it's all about. You're doing them all proud, Connor, I can guarantee you. And uh, hopefully this coming weekend you can go out there, light the lamp, and really set things, uh, right, set the stage, if you will, for what's to come in 2024. Good luck in the race. I know we're going to have uh, our eyes all peeled on that. Hope to be out to Delaware Speedway and actually be there, witness it, and uh, uh, it's going to be the one to be at for 2023. I guarantee it. It's going to be even better with you in it, kiddo. That's going to be good. Yeah, it'll be a. It's one of those race weekends you don't want to miss, right? You got the Oscar Hot Rods and the Quick Wits, Quick Wick Super Socks on Friday. Then we run with the Hot Rods, the Modifieds, and then 200 lap race. It's been I don't know 12 years since they had a 200 lap race there, so it'll be a good show. Plus, you got you know a Pinty's race happening and a couple of drivers from the NASCAR side like Amber Balkin, Noah Greggs, and they're going to be running that race too, which is going to be really cool to see how they do on uh, Canadian soil. Well, they're coming to your house. You've got your flag planted in there. The 19 car, got a funny feeling, going to be the one to beat, even though it's 200 laps. Connor, thanks so much for the time tonight. Congratulations on all the successes this year. One more big weekend. And then, hey, are you going to go do autumn colors? Are you going to maybe go play around a little bit here? Uh, I I want to go run the Frosthoberfest at Flamborough. Right. I, I've been there. I got a little bit of experience there. So it'd just be fun to go run there because that would be kind of the last race of the year. And, uh, you know, it, it, right now it's like a 50 50 chance of it happening. But I'm sure if I just talk to my dad and say, hey, you know, it's last race, why not go for it? Right. You might give in. So we'll see. Yeah. Don't need the car tomorrow after you get through the 200 on the weekend. Good luck in it. Man, I hope to see you out at the uh, other big fall specials here in Ontario. Uh, that fans win when guys like you roll in the gate. Connor, thanks so much, bud. No problem. Thank you for having me on. Yeah, dynamite. Uh, watch the 19. Connor Pritigal, if you haven't witnessed Connor in his car, you wait till uh, this coming weekend in that APC series. Now, uh, I mentioned the competition rate at Delaware Speedway. It is off the hook, but it is going to ratchet up when you get guys like Danny Benedict and uh, so many other good cars coming in in the APC series. 
Uh, it's going to be off the hook. You want to get to the racetrack if you can. You don't want to miss Delaware Speedway. We're going to hit a quick break when we come back. Super stocks were on the track Friday night, and it was the number one of uh, Trevor Culver. It went to Victory Lane. He's going to join us on the other side of the break. Stay with us all live tonight on Sirius XM Channel 167 Canada Talks. This is Glenn Watson, driver of the 22 Race 2 Way Super Late Model, and you're listening to Race Time Radio. From coast to coast, coast, you're listening to Canada Talks. Race Time Radio is brought to you by RPM Race Parts. Order today, race tomorrow. Also by VP Race Fuels, the worldwide leader in race fuel technology. And by Dawson Dental Centers. Get your victory lane smile at DawsonDental.ca. It's time to get back to the racetracks. For over 30 years, Quick Quick Fire Starters have fueled the sport on and off the track. Making lighting your campfire as easy as one, two, three. There's no need for kindling or paper. Just pop your Quick Quick Fire Starter in the pit, add your wood, and presto, you're a pro. Quick Quick Fire Starters. No harmful chemicals and guaranteed to light your fire every time. Quick Quick Fire Starters. The world's best fire starter. The biggest names. Ryan Day, head coach of Ohio State. The national championship winning head coach of the Baylor Bears. Scott Drew joins us. The biggest games. This is the biggest game in the history of the Final Four. The biggest moments. Delivered right to you, wherever you are. I can't even wrap my head around Sirius XM College Sports Radio, Channel 84, and streaming on the SXM app, included in our trials and popular plans. Even though Napa is a nationally known name, nearly all of our stores are built from the ground up by local owners and families. People you might call neighbors will be here, there, and everywhere. Doing what neighbors do to keep their communities moving forward. You stop by a Napa Auto Parts store, you can count on Napa Know How. Tonight's Race Time Radio is brought to you by Napa Auto Parts stores, New Glasgow, Andy Ganesh, and Port Hawkesbury, Nova Scotia. You can count on Napa Know How. AP Race Fuels, the worldwide leader in race fuel technology. From the high banks of Daytona, we cover it all. Ooh, that's going to leave a mark. And now, back to the Joes. Hey, shake and bake, Al. Woo, shake and bake. And here on Race Time Radio. And welcome back, everyone, all live tonight on Sirius XM Channel 167 Canada Talks. You got it on. Race Time Radio. So glad you could tune in. Let's go back to Friday night, shall we? Delaware Speedway. Our next guest. This isn't his first rodeo. He's been on the show as a feature winner already this year. He always drives a great race. He drives the number one car in the Superstock Friday night program. You could probably see him in the Quick Quick series as well. His name is Trevor Culver. He joins us now on the Zoom line as a winner from Friday night. What's going on, Trev? How you doing, buddy? Whoop, you froze up. Let's try that again. How are you, Trev? Nope, he is frozen. Trevor, I don't know whether you can hear me or not. Oh, 
there you go. I got you. You popped in. I can't, can't, still can't see you, but I think we can hear you. What's going on there, bud? How you doing? I'm good. How are you? Yeah, doing fine, man. Good race for you on Friday night. You really uh, lit the lamp. You had a bunch of hungry hounds on your deck lid, but uh, you did it. Yeah, we had a uh, we had a really good hot rod on Friday. We've been working really hard the last. Uh, it'd be a lie to not say we haven't been working hard since the start of the year. We've been working hard all year long, uh, especially the last couple of weeks. He kind of hit on something with our setup that we've been tweaking on and tweaking on, and uh, it worked well on Friday. It was uh, really paid off. The car was awesome in practice. As awesome as it was in practice, we made a couple adjustments, and some of my crew members are looking at me. They're like, "Why? Like, look how fast we are, man!" And I'm like, "No, trust me. You know, I, it's it's one thing to have a good race car, and it's uh, another thing to have uh, a fast." So you need a good race car to be able to race. A fast car is good in practice and qualifying. Yeah, it's tough. You do have to have to that good do race do car. The racing and win the races. And we have. Oh, Trev, we got a horrible connection. You know what? I'd really like it. Maybe if you could drop out and then just reconnect. Try that. And we'll see if the signal clears up because you keep freezing and we're missing three quarters of what you're saying. So we'll try and establish that connection once again. Sometimes, right? Uh, sometimes there's demand on the background of your computer and uh, you don't realize it, but it's trying to update some other program. Consequently, steals his signal and uh, then he's all chopped up. But we got you perfectly clear this time, Trevor. You look really good. Pick it up where you left off. You got to have a good car. You made some adjustments, and man, you went to victory lane. Yeah, you got me. You hear me? Yep. Can you see me? Yep. Got you both ends. Perfect. Actually, I got to throw this one in there. I'm going to say y'all got me because my mom is a huge Alex Bowman fan, and he always says on on his radio. She's always listening to his radio during the races and. Whenever she gets on our radio, she says, y'all got me. So here's a shout out to you, mom. She does a lot for me. So uh, that's the least I can do for her. But yes, we had a hot run on Friday. We've been working hard getting this setup dialed in. And uh, sure, it would have been nice. Uh, nevertheless, we finished off the season on top, which is always nice. And uh, that gives us a lot of confidence for a race this Friday in the Quick Quick Series. And uh we hope to do nothing nothing different than we did on Friday and then put a victory lane again. Yeah, that's the whole goal. How are you points-wise? Where did it shake out? Where did you finish the points? We know Carson ended up winning it, and we got Carson coming on the show. But where did you end the points, and how are you looking in the Quick Quick series? So in Delaware, we ended up fourth in points. Uh, we are three points back from Jay Dewar. Uh, I think we are 10 points back from Lane Zardo and 17 points back, 19 points back from uh, Carson. Really tight field. I mean, if you have a couple like little off nights or like we never had a bad night. I think our worst finish was sixth or seventh, but um, we had a couple nights that night where we got a sixth and seventh. We, we had the car was just off a little bit and it was a double feature night that's a night that can make or break your season. If we would have got two firsts or uh, a first or the third or a second or the third, 
like we'd be that much closer, right? And uh, the other double feature uh, race of the season, um, two of my competitors there, uh, Carson Nagy and Lane Zardo, they got into each other, and I was behind them, and I got in that wreck, and we had a really good race car that night. Uh, didn't really affect a lot to the car for handling or, or that part of it, but when it hit, coincidentally, my alternator broke. And with the alternator broke, it wasn't getting the proper voltage, and it was missing a little bit coming out of the corner. We still had a super fast hot rod that I make lots of moves in the corners. But when I got on the gas, it would lag for a second or a second and a half. And as we talked about, with the competition in that field, if you don't have uh, your stagger quite right, if you don't have uh, your cross weight quite right, if you don't have something just quite right, it's not going to go, especially not having the motor work properly. So that night was another night that we ended up finishing fifth and sixth. And I feel like we probably could have had a shot to win both of those races too. So two bad nights on double nights just put us a little bit back too far. And, uh, and again, hats off to, to Lane Zardo, Carson Nagy, Jay Dewar for running such a good season. Sean Chenoweth was there for most of the season too. He ran good up front. Uh, there's a lot of other talent throughout the field. Um, it's just an awesome place to race. Like uh, Lane Zardo, I'm really good friends with him. We're talking after the race. He didn't win a race all year long there. Tell me that that started the year. I say, hey, Joe, how's it going? Lane Zardo's not going to win a race at Delaware. You're going to say it. Yeah. Like, yeah, right. You're off your right? rocker. That guy's going to win, right? Yeah. <laughs> exactly, right? So it just shows you how, how good the competition is and and I've been asked, oh, do you want to move up to late model? Do you want to... I'm, like, I'm having fun here. I'm, uh, I'm having fun. There's a ton of competition. Uh, I like racing at Delaware. My sponsors like racing at Delaware. So why, why move when uh, you have so much competition and so much fun? And uh, it's a challenge. Like, that's that's the big part in this is it's all about a challenge. It's, yes, it's fun to drive a race car, but... If you're just driving and you don't know what your lap times are or you don't know where you're compared to other people, it would get boring, right? Yeah. Like we do this for competition. I'm one of the most competitive guys you'll meet. And and that's just it. Like when we're out practicing, it's you're 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 looking at the lap times, you're getting feedback from your crew how the car looks, you're getting the feels yourself too. It's it's such a competition based sport and uh with it being such great competition. Why Why want to, Why would you ever want to get away from that? It just wouldn't make sense. That's right. No, you're getting it right, man. And you're having a good time. It's competition plus, and you're having success. Why would you mess with that? I hear every word you're saying, and good on you for recognizing exactly what it is. So we got Quick Quick Firestarter Super Stock Series finale coming up. It's at your own track, track you just won at Delaware Speedway. How are you going to attack yeah. this one, buddy? We're going, uh, we're going all out. This is awesome. I'm uh, pretty pumped for this one. Every time I'm racing, I'm excited. But uh, today, as I'm working in the shop on the car, getting, getting ready, actually, we're going to go out and practice tomorrow. I've got another little tweak that I want to try. It, it's it's funny I say that, that my crew was kind of like, whoa, why are we adjusting, right? I was I was at a party last night for a 50th birthday party for one of my sponsors, uh, Larry Liddell from the Back Tire Shack. His birthday is on Tuesday, so happy birthday, Larry. Uh, a handful of my other sponsors are there too and I heard at least five or six times leave it in the trailer leave it in the trailer do not touch that race car and I'm like guys guys 
you have to trust me. Like we got it to where it is now. You got to trust we're going to make the right adjustments. And uh, you can never, you can never be satisfied when you have this tight of a field, this much competition. Like we had a very good car on Friday. Did we have the best? I'm not sure. Hudson Aggie was also very fast, um, but we were right there. And for all those guys that were off by a tick, I'm pretty sure they're not saying, okay, well, you know, we'll see what we got on Friday. They're, they're going to work. Every so one of them are going back, to work. Yeah, That's right. If I lay back, I'm going to be behind. And I, and I know that there's a little bit more in the car. And uh, we're, we're, we're pumped. Like, we're on the last race. So when I go practice this week and uh, Friday, I can use whatever tires I want for my Delaware inventory. So I've got some good practice tires. We're going to get dialed in with that. Um, I've got a couple small adjustments that I think, I think is going to really help this thing. And, uh, we're pumped. Like it's, it's, it's so much fun racing for the win and being up front and being, being relevant as my good friend, Jared Dockstader would say his birthday is actually tomorrow. So happy heavenly birthday to Jared Dockstader. But, uh, yeah, it's, it's so fun to be relevant and up there and ballot for wins and, uh, coming on here and talking to you on uh, Sundays after we win races. Well, I'll tell you, Friday night, as you know, is going to be off the hook. You're going to have to have the I's dotted, T's crossed in the notebook. Uh, you're going to have to have it all studied up. Trevor, I know you're going to. Uh, let's look just past this uh, quick, quick fire starter uh, finale at Delaware. We got uh, Frostoberfest coming up, Flamborough Speedway. I know you're good there. We got Autumn Colors Classic Weekend coming up at Peterborough Speedway to sort of finish the year off here in Ontario. Do you venture outside? Are you heading to any of those, or what's the plans looking like? Right now, my plan is to finish Friday, and that will be the end to our season. Um, that's been the plan lots of other times before, and it's changed. <laughs> we'll see. Um I don't know how easy it'll be to get a permission slip from my wife to uh, to do another one of these races. I mean, uh, she's pretty awesome with supporting me with everything I do throughout the whole season. And uh, it's got to be a two-way street, right? So there, there's got to be some give and take. And she supports me so much. She's got a lot going on at work right now and school. So uh, it might be time to uh, take my foot off the gas uh, for the winter and uh, help her with her stuff. Cause she helps me with my stuff so much. I wouldn't be able to do it without her. Uh, and that's a good idea. Now, another way you could approach it, done it with Sue. Uh, it hasn't always worked out, but there's two races left to go after Delaware. Maybe if you go after just one out of the two, it's 50% a great idea. I, I, it might happen. We'll see. Like it all depends on how Friday goes. I would love like my plan right now is to win Friday. That's my plan, and uh, I'm sticking to it. Let's see how it goes. If uh, if we can do that, it'll be a lot easier to be happy with the season. If not, we go back to the talk about competitive, right? To not win your last race and have to sit in the garage or at home all winter and think how you could have won one of those last two races, you're going to be all excited. And then another thing is, since I've kind of got my car working with this setup here at Delaware, I'm thinking, oh, well, how will it work at these other tracks? I want to maybe try it there, right? So we'll see how it goes. Uh, I would like to venture, but uh, for now, we got to focus on winning Friday at Delaware, and, and uh, that's where we're going to put all of our focus and effort towards. One race at a time, and I don't blame you on that one, yep. especially when you've got success. 
Uh, we got a couple minutes left. I want you to hit those sponsors. You uh, Viewers, listeners, trust me, you're going to be amazed. This guy <laughs> isn't reading this list. It's all up in the noodle. And when I hit this go button, you're going to be amazed. Trevor, hit them for us. we got a couple of minutes. You rattle them all out because I know they mean a ton. <laughs> Yeah, there's there's no way I would be able to do anything in my racing career without all these sponsors and all these people and companies that support me with all their hard-earned money. Uh, I every single one of them. So I got to start out with Inventory Express Lubricants, Carter Trucking, Hodgins Custom Service, DK Equipment, London Car Zone, Lux Homes and Ahmed Watkins, Fix Auto Collision, London Northwest, MGV Concrete. Culver Towing, GNL Automotive, Melrose Garage, Novus Glass, London North, Dave Culver Auto Care, CEL Electric, Mark Kennedy Trucking, Outback Tire Shack, Hallmark Memorials, Donley's Cafe and Pizzeria, Luca, Mr. Transmission on Exeter Road, and BRW Trucking is a new sponsor. We've got to thank them. I have to thank all my crew. Like uh, Without all these crew guys, I wouldn't be able to get to the racetrack and we wouldn't be able to do what we do. So I got to thank my spotter, Tanner Peary, crew chief, Alan Gold, Daryl Stanley, uh, Mason Culver, my cousin, my mom, Sue Jones, uh, my stepdad, my dad, my uncle, my brother, my wife. Um, Greg Edgerton helps us in the shop a bit. There's uh, there's so many people that help. I, I got a lot of people at McCall Racing that helped me. Start at the top of Mike McCall. Mike McCall... Uh, Treats me like I'm one of his own. I mean, uh, absolute awesome place to take the race car or to get parts or to get help or advice. So I got to thank Mike McCall. I got to thank Joe Lawrence, Paul Ginoli, Terry Simpson, um, everyone in there. Like, I don't know if, if, if some of you viewers maybe have, haven't been to McCall racing before, but it, like, you just feel like you're part of the family there. Everyone wants to help you with what they can. Dan, Dan, Bob helps me with my radios these last couple of weeks. Uh, we're having radio issues. He lent me their, oh, I shouldn't say he lent me the radio, so that might not be something he does there. <laughs> he lent me some radios. Um, Louie in the back, uh, he's awesome. Uh, Jeremy, Jeremy Newton, he's helped me on the race car before. Um, everyone there, uh, Greg, Penny, like there's so many people that make this possible. And uh, I'm pretty, pretty humbled that uh all these people believe in me and want to help me and uh, can see my drive and passion and uh, help me with, with what I love to do. And it's uh, it's pretty awesome, and it's a pretty good feeling to uh, pay them all back and uh, see the smile on their face. Absolutely no way to thank all of them like going out and getting results. Trevor Culver, that is you. Uh, we all love watching you on the racetrack along with everybody else out there. I know come Friday night, come this weekend, this is going to be incredible to watch. And Trevor, you're going to be one of the reasons why everybody's got to be there or tune in live. Bud, thanks so much for the time on Race Time. We're going to have a spot all reserved for next weekend's winner and the champion in our Quick Quick Firestarter Super Series. Uh, hopefully it's you, man. Good luck in the race and thanks so much for the time tonight. Thanks so much for having me, Joe. Thanks, everyone, for uh, for watching. And, and uh, thanks, everyone, for supporting uh, racing here in, in Canada and Ontario. We wouldn't be able to do it without everyone, sponsors, fans, promoters, 
Race Time Radio, right? This is how uh, this is how it gets out to people. Is uh, awesome programs like this that get people motivated to go to the racetrack, and uh, we hope to put on a good show for you guys on Friday night. Thanks, guys. It's gonna happen. The number one, Trevor Culver. Watch for him in that quick, quick fire starters uh, sport super stock series. I'll get it out. It's gonna be awesome. Thanks, Trevor. We gotta hit a break, and when we come back. The champion from Superstock Delaware Speedway. We're going to move Carson Nagy up in the program. Corey McAllister still on track, so we're going to switch him about. And we're going to have Carson next on the show. Stay with us all live tonight on Sirius XM Channel 167, Canada Talks. Hi, I'm Bob Finnegan. You're listening to Race Time Radio. Coast to coast, coast. you're listening to Canada Canada Talks. Tonight's Race Time Radio is brought to you by Leaf Racewear. Fuel your passion and confidence at leafracewear.com. We're an essential part of any team. And by Canadian Tire Motorsport Park, Canada's biggest sports car racing weekends of the year. For tickets and details, get to canadiantiremotorsportpark.com. Hey everyone, this is former NFL linebacker and current SiriusXM NFL radio host Kirk Morrison, and I'm here to tell you about my new podcast, Total Coverage. Each week, I'll be joined by some of the greatest minds in the game as we explore the hows and the whys behind the week's biggest results. Whether we're breaking down player techniques, game plans, or coaching philosophies, we'll explain the details that define our favorite performances. New episodes will be available every Tuesday on the SiriusXM app, Pandora, and Apple Podcasts. Hey everyone, this is World Series champions Lance McCullers Jr. and Carlos Correa. We're excited to announce that our podcast, The Walkout, is now available on SiriusXM. Each episode, we go inside the world of combat sports, providing hardcore analysis, honest opinions, and top picks for every fight. If you share the same passion for combat sports as we do, you need to listen to The Walkout. Episodes are available on the SiriusXM app, Pandora, and wherever you get your podcasts. Rev TV, your motorsports and automotive destination. Watch live races from around the world and right here at home from two wheels to four and so much more. Rev TV is your source for motorsports. Rev TV features exclusive race series, up-to-date news coverage, documentaries, how-to programs, and adrenaline-filled lifestyle programs 24-7. Go green with Rev TV. Contact your TV provider to order. Tonight's Race Time Radio is fueled by... AP Race Fuels, the worldwide leader in race fuel technology. It's time to get back to the racetracks. For over 30 years, Quick Quick Fire Starters have fueled the sport on and off the track, making lighting your campfire as easy as one, two, three. There's no need for kindling or paper. Just pop your Quick Quick Fire Starter in the pit, add your wood, and presto, you're a pro. Quick Quick Fire Starters, no harmful chemicals, and guaranteed to light your fire every time. Quick Quick Fire Starters, the world's best fire starter. Your weekly fix of newsmakers and newsbreakers is found right here. We call it Race Time Radio. With your host, Joe Chisholm. 
And welcome back, one and all, to Race Time Radio on Sirius XM Channel 167 Canada Talks. Hello to all the Rev TV viewers right across this country every Tuesday from 4 to 6. Or maybe you're tuned in on the performance motorsportnetwork.com south of the border. Uh, Bob Steele and the guys all getting us uh, to everybody right coast to coast on both sides of the country, uh, right, both sides of the border. And uh, we much appreciate that. Let's get to our Zoom line and welcome in, how about the Superstock Champion now from Delaware Speedway. We've been following along all year. He's been on the show uh, three or four times. He's hit pay dirt, and uh, he capped it all on Friday night at Delaware in the 93 car. It wasn't Hudson Nagy, this one here, Carson Nagy. And we're used to talking to him. What's going on tonight, Carson? How you doing, bud? Good. Still recovering from Friday night, but thanks for having me here, guys. Well, I'll tell you, you did a masterful job. That was a, a mixture of big picture racing and hard-nosed short track racing. I could see you weren't giving up. Uh, you weren't just settling for a position. You were still hard on it. Yeah, going into the feature, I knew we had a pretty healthy gap there. Like, I just had to kind of stick with them, even if Lane or Jay were able to pick up a win, but... You know, I don't want to be the guy just to hold back and do what I have to do kind of thing. I'd rather be up there battling hard and racing up front, right? So, yeah, I made a little mistake a little too early on lap three there, but luckily there wasn't too much damage and we were able to get the job done there. How much damage was done to the 93? You've seen it wrinkled up just a tad. Uh, how bad was it? Did it knock the toe? What What all went down there? Yeah, we knocked the toe out a little bit, just uh, got into the 07 of Steve Book, and, you know, like I stuck it in three wide when I shouldn't have, and Jay got there at the same time. We just kind of all came together. Um, just uh, my bumper cover and my right front fender's bent up a bit, but nothing that a heat gun can't fix, so we'll have restrain back up and ready to go for Friday in the Quick Wick series. Hey, it could have been worse. I've seen the most bizarre thing I have ever seen at a short track in all the years, back when my hair used to be like a brown color, uh, I, I still have never seen anything like this. The fuel cell came out of the number three car in the Sportsman series. Uh, they had a little accordion effect at the beginning of the race, and I couldn't believe my eyes when I seen the fuel cell laying on the racetrack, yet the car was still going. And then I was double amazed. To see that car did not light up, thank God, uh, Tim Tolton would have been barbecued in that poor race car. Uh, it all worked out, but uh, have you ever seen anything that bizarre in your your young career yet? No, not even, nothing even close. You know, I've seen guys climb the walls, maybe sometimes land on the grass at Flambro there, but nothing like a fuel cell coming out of a car, you know. Luckily, Tim was all safe, nothing, but it could have always killed, but could have been worse, right? So... Happy to see everyone made it out all right. But, yeah, that was I've never seen that happen. Man, I thought, you know what, when he was coming down pit road, doesn't know probably that his uh, fuel cell is hanging out there. Uh, it's uh, the steel part of the fuel cell left, and it was on the racetrack. What was left uh, in the actual race car was the bladder that goes inside the fuel cell, and that's what was dragging on the racetrack. Had a gaping hole in the side of it now, coming down pit road and putting out like three, four inches of fuel straight out and going underneath the car and, of course, down the back. I thought, Carson, if that thing lit, it would have lit the whole pit road up, not to mention the race car. 
Uh, it would have been extremely bad. Thank God none of that happened. But uh, I know we're here to talk about your race. I had to get that one out of the way. That was uh, the most bizarre thing that I've seen. Hopefully we never see that again. Uh, but, you know, it, it happens in a race car, right? Uh, sometimes the goofy things happen, and they happen for no reason at all. Yeah, and most it's always out of your hands when that kind of stuff happens. You know, everybody has their weekly maintenance they do on these cars. And, you know, sometimes some things can be missed. But, again, some things just go and fail. And, again, it's out of your control. So I can't imagine that that cell was actually bolted into place uh, for, the, you know, the impact on the front and the back. Should have never, ever done that. Uh, it, it must have been hold, held on by a couple of little bolts. Or uh, I know one guy put a text out and said, that's the most bizarre thing I've ever seen. Fuel cell fell out of the three car. And the guy said, what? And he question marked, the fuel cell fell out? What happened? I said, I don't know. Maybe the duct tape let go. Uh, he's <laughs> just one lucky guy. Uh, Carson, we got Friday night ahead of us. And, uh, well, not Friday. Yeah, it is Friday night. Your race is going to be on Friday night. Uh, the Quick Quick Super Stock Series has been a barn burner. It's a short, fast series, uh, and you guys are up to bat on Friday night. How are you in the points? Where do you currently sit in that series? So we lost the point lead at Sunset Speedway, so now we're three back behind Lane Zardo. So, you know, me and Lane have had tons of amazing battles all summer, whether it was at Peterborough, Flamborough, Delaware Weekly. Um, so I don't think it'll be anything different. I think it's going to be a really high action race and everybody in the quick, quick series that will show up, they'll all be that fast. They'll we'll all be within that 10th of a second. So it's going to be really exciting. You know, Culver and I were just talking the winner of Friday night, uh, Trevor and I talking, he said, if you would have told me Lane Zardo would not have won a race yet in 2023, I would have told you you're certifiably nuts. And so would I, like, Lane Zardo is an amazing driver in that 36 Bester Forest product machine. He's had great success, last year's champion. Uh, I would expect that we, he would have won by now. What do you think? Is it the competition getting quicker, or do you think maybe they're just missing the boat a little bit in that Ford? I think we're all just so even. It's so hard to get an edge over somebody, like, like Trevor said, if you told me at the start of the year Zardo would have wouldn't have won a race at Delaware this year, I'd think you're crazy just because of the success he's had there in the past. And you know, going into this year, I knew it was going to be tough to beat him, Trevor, Chenoweth, and it's just mind-boggling that he didn't this year. But you know, as happy as I am to be there, <laughs> being able to pick up these wins, it would have been all right seeing him win one, but. I got one more race Friday I got to beat him with, so I don't want to see him pick it up just yet. Yeah, that's right. He's got to stay right where he's at. Uh, in your eyes, uh, Carson, this is going to be a good one. A lot of emphasis goes into qualifying, or will it go into qualifying with the extended distance? How long is your race going to be on uh, Friday night? Is it a 50, or is it more than that? Yeah, it's a 50-lapper, just like the rest of them. Um Qualifying, I think we're just going to have to be close. Me and Lane, uh, with the points invert they do for the feature, we'll have to start probably around ninth and 10th, depending on how many non-regulars show up. But, uh, yeah, as long as I'm in the top 10 for qualifying and I'm, we know that we have the pace, I think we should be all right and just got to navigate through traffic and hopefully luck's on our side. I know that pesky brother of yours that you love so much 
is also going to be in that race. Is he going to cut you any slack at all with you just being three points out? Or, or is that just not in his DNA? He's got to race you as hard as he races everybody else. Because the two of you always put on a show. I seen you guys side by side on Friday night, and I thought, okay, Hudson, lift. No, nope. <laughs> side by side, running you as hard as he did everybody else. No, our big thing is we we don't feel like it's right winning something like that. Our big thing is he's running his race, I'm running mine, and whatever happens, happens. Hopefully it goes our way. But if not, no matter what, we've had an incredible year this year. So Friday, he's been killing it at Delaware. He's picked it up really quick. I think he's going to be one of the guys to beat there along with Trevor and Lane. So it's going to be exciting racing with him up front. Well, and that's seven car. I'm really surprised that Vanderweeses haven't done better than what they've shown so far this year. Uh, another real good quality team that I expect to see some huge things out of come Friday night, along with you and the whole cast of other characters that roll in for the series. Uh, it, it's it's going to be a good one. Let's project out now. Let's say Friday night is in the books. What happens with the 93 car going forward? We got Frostoberfest. We got Anum Colors Classic. What's the plan for the 93 car? Honestly, we're not too sure yet. We'll see what we can do for um, the Peterborough Autumn Colors. It's always been a fun race to go to. You know, Unfortunately, the last handful of times I've been to that race, we've either, either ran well or we've wrecked. So we got to get through this Friday night, and from there we'll see what's going on and what kind of shape we're in and go from there. Yeah, it's going to be awesome. I can guarantee you that. Sponsorship on that 93 car. You got one more big one at Delaware. Lights, camera, action. A lot of fans going to be in the grandstand. And you know all of it's going to be live on GeForce TV. Uh, what is, uh, what's the sponsorship looking like uh, for that final event? Yeah, everybody that's been on my car this year, they're so awesome. I love every single person that's joined our team. They've helped us out so much. We wouldn't be doing what we're doing without them. You know, I got to thank Paul at the Fireplace and Patio Shop, um, Scott at HumberviewParts.ca, Don at Queenston Chevrolet, Curtis at Fielding Estate Winery, my mom and dad with Pure Energy Performance, Sean Gibbs and everybody at WeatherTech, Northern Performance, all those guys. And again, without them, we wouldn't be here doing what we're doing and having the success we have. So can't thank those guys enough. It reminds me, I got to call Paul from uh, Fireplace and Patio. I got another friend of mine that's looking for uh, wet certification on his fireplace. And I know Paul is that kind of guy that can get that done. Just uh, you, you mentioned it. I thought, hmm, I got to do that tomorrow. But uh, I always like trying to keep it within the family of racing as we all do coast to coast. And that's why it's great to be involved in this sport. Carson, you did an amazing job, man championship is that your first one in super stock or is this uh, a repeat this is my second championship ever we we picked up a championship at flamborough speedway in 2021 and um since then we came to delaware learned a ton last year off of jay door and everybody there and this year was a big step up for us and we were able to get it done and it's really tough at delaware it means a lot to have that kind of success there with everyone there and Hopefully, there's more in our future. We'll see what we can do. Yeah, I can see it coming, kiddo. But you got you got to get rid of that brother somehow, because I think he kind of wants to be the champion as well. Going to be incredible. But you got the big race coming up, and then uh, look out, banquet. Here we come. That can't come soon enough. I'll bet. 
No, looking forward to it. It's always a lot of fun going to Four Point Sheridan with the Delaware guys. Luke Ramsey, the whole team there, does an amazing job of making Delaware somewhere we can call our home racetrack. And they know how to celebrate, so look, really looking forward to it. Ah, party on, but uh, first you got to take care of business. Carson, good luck in the race. Can't wait to see you, bud. Uh, hope to be at the Speedway Friday and Saturday uh, coming up next weekend. I don't want to miss this. And then Sunday I'm back here to do the show, and uh, we, we got the spot all saved, bud. Uh, could be a return visit. Uh, you, you never know. Good luck. Yes, thank you. Hopefully we can talk to you in a week here. Hopefully we got a good night. You betcha. Carson Nagy, driver of the number 93 Superstock Hit Pater champion 2023. Hoping to do one more championship. How cool would that be to hit the Quick Wick Superstock uh, uh, super Series uh, to win that championship? I'll tell you what, uh, Dave Lloyd and everybody at Quick Wick is pumped for this coming weekend that's coming up at Delaware Speedway. Uh, we have got to throw it back to Toronto, get you up to date on some news and some highlights that you may have missed in hour number one. And coming up in hour number two, right off the hop, we're going to have Luke Ramsey, APC source, of course, and uh, Delaware Speedway. Luke is the president of the United Late Model Series, and uh, he's going to join us right off the hop. Corey McAllister is going to join us in hour number one. He's still in his race car at Sunset Speedway. So we pushed him into hour number two and moved Carson up. So we still have room for Corey in hour number two if that race gets in the books. And uh, we'll pull him in at uh, uh, when he gets out of the race car. Uh, we've also got Steve McCaw coming up. Big story. Steve going to get back into his number four Oscar hot rod. Come Delaware Speedway on Friday night. He's all recovered. We'll check in with Steve. And we've also got Pat Farrow coming up, a four-cylinder champion from the beach. He did that just a couple of weeks ago. We're going to catch up with him here tonight on the show. Uh, J.R. Fitzpatrick, champion, Flamborough Speedway, got an interview uh, that Jerry Paxton got last night at Flamborough Speedway. Hoping to get enough time to spin that one in. And congratulations to Roy Wilkie. He was the Superstock champion at Flamborough Speedway last night. Two champions crowned at Flamborough. If you missed it, you want to go back and listen to it? You can do that. Just get to our uh, YouTube channel and have a look. You'll see we were there, broadcasted the full night. Uh, we had a blast. Love Flamborough Speedway, and we're going to be back for Frostoberfest on the Saturday night show. But uh, that's all still to come, and I'll get you lots of information about that as we get a little bit closer. But we got to throw it back to Scotty in Toronto. He's going to get you up to date. Takes 90 seconds on Sirius XM. And then hour number two is going to come flying at you uh, with a ton of star-studded short track professionals here on Race Time Radio. That and a whole pile of information. Got lots to come. Stay with us. All live tonight. You're listening to Canada Talks on Sirius XM Channel 167. Tonight's Race Time Radio is brought to you by Leaf Racewear. Fuel your passion and confidence at leafracewear.com. We're an essential part of any team. And by Canadian Tire Motorsport Park, Canada's biggest sports car racing weekends of the year. For tickets and details, get to CanadianTireMotorsportPark.com. 
When you think NASCAR, when you think NASCAR, think Sirius XM NASCAR Radio. This may be the most important thing that's ever happened. You're damn right, baby. The races. The Daytona 500 win. I love that we have playoff racing now. The talk shows. We'd love for you guys to participate as well. The unprecedented access. Well, I'm here at the red carpet with the fans. Sirius XM NASCAR Radio Channel 90. Chastain did a video game move. Also streaming on the SXM app. I think they're happy down here. We're back with our number two of Race Time Radio. With the two Joes here on Race Time Radio on Sirius XM 167. We're getting them talks. And just like that. Our number two begins tonight on Race Time Radio. Coming to you from the Race Time Radio studio here tonight, all live on Sirius XM, Channel 167, Canada Talks. And hello to all the Rev TV viewers tuned in throughout the course of the week. Uh, it's uh, We've got a busy hour number two all lined up. Luke Ramsey, APC Series is coming up here in just a moment. Uh, but before he steps in, uh, and as soon as he does, we'll go directly to him. I got to give you some results. How about that? Dale Shaw wins today at uh, Sunset Speedway. It was the Junior uh, Classic, Junior Hanley Classic. It was going to be a 72 lap race uh, back a month ago, and then it rained out. And uh, uh, Brian Toddish and Sandra Toddish moved the race into the Velocity Weekend. And it ran today. It didn't actually look like it was going to be able to. It looked like it was going to get rained again. But thankfully, the skies parted and they were able to get racing in at Sunset Speedway. Super Stocks, I believe, are still on the track right now, finishing everything off. But going to Victory Lane in the 144, and that's how many laps it was today, was Dale Shaw. He went to Victory Lane in the 72 uh, PV Mart. Uh, machine uh, the 72 normally driven by junior farley uh, but it was dale shaw that went to victory lane in second spot today in that race danny b uh, danny benedict in the 54 machine he led some laps early in the race before the halfway break uh sam shaw how about that two shaws in victory lane or not victory lane but on the podium sam shaw comes home with a third place finish uh billy zardo in fourth and uh how about the old veteran in Dwayne Baker, rounding out your top five in that race. Sounds like it was a barn burner. I definitely wanted to be there, but can't be in two places at one time. But congratulations to Dale Shaw. We'll try and catch up with Dale here on Race Time Radio in the future shows that we got coming up. Hey, I did a post throughout the course of the week, and uh, it's got all kinds of traction, lots of comments. I put out there, it's a post, you can check it out on our Facebook page at Race Time Radio, uh, uh, about announcers. We got so many talented announcers across this country, the voice of short track racing here in Canada, either from the past or from the present. We got a lot of talented guys still in the sport today, calling races. And, uh, you know, us as race fans, when we're at the Speedway, I think back. Uh, in my younger days, going to the tracks, and uh, it was guys like Gary Scott at Flamborough Speedway and uh, Jerry Paxton. Uh, when I was sitting in the grandstand to watch these guys do their craft and get us the information as people sitting in the grandstand, that's what hypes you up. 
you, you hear these announcers and uh, they're giving you the information, uh, stuff that you're going to watch for in the race. And uh, it doesn't seem to matter. Uh, coast to coast. There's some great announcers, has been, is. Uh, and I put a post out. Who's your favorite announcer? Uh, it'd be kind of cool to hear. Uh, and what we're going to do. I'm going to say either late October, after everything is wrapped up here in the province. Of course, Race Time Radio goes right around the calendar. We take off Christmas and New Year's. But other than that, each week for two hours, we're talking short track racing. Uh, And what I want to do is get some of those voices, if they're still around. I want to get them on the show one night. We're going to do the voices of short track racing from coast to coast. And we'll pull up the fans' favorites. And I think that would make for really good listening. Uh, All definitely, uh, you know, uh, people that you've listened to and probably made you a short track race fan. Uh, It'd be kind of cool to, uh, of course, hear from some of those guys, if possible. And uh, we're going to do that in a coming show. So get to our Facebook page if you got an input on there. Who was that announcer that got you all fired up for the race Uh, And there's so many good ones, like I say, from the past or the present. uh, Let's hear from you. Uh, And you can do that on our Facebook. Appreciate it. Uh, I can see that. uh, I can't see Luke, but I can well imagine Luke is on the other end here. Uh, What's going on, Luke? Can you hear me? I can hear you, Jody. You got me? I sure do, my friend. Can't see you, but uh, we can definitely hear you. And that's the key. Luke is the president of the United States racing series the apc series that we absolutely all love here in the province of ontario and uh hey let's face it right across canada you can catch every race on geforce tv and you have for a number of years and no exception coming up this weekend at delaware speedway luke this is a huge weekend we got in front of us coming up yeah we're pretty excited it's our uh, our biggest weekend of the year for delaware speedway and uh definitely a a our crown our champions for the United Racing Series. So it's a, it's going to be a lot of fun. Yeah, racing Friday night with the Quick Wick Super Stock Series. Uh, we, we've got that to look forward to, uh, along with Bone Stocks. And then uh, Saturday, of course, it's the APC Series. Time to crown that champion. Uh, we've got Modifieds and Hot Rods in. Oscar's going to be there participating. And then volley right into Sunday. We got the bone stocks in there along with the NASCAR Pinty series where we're going to crown our national champion. Uh, you, when you do things, Luke Ramsey, you guys at Delaware Speedway, you tend to do them big. And man, this is going to be a big finish. Yeah, it's, it'll be our third year doing this, Joe. It's, uh, you know, you know the business better than I do. You need these big weekends for any sort of facility. That's, uh, you know, the weekly racing is fantastic. We appreciate it and supports it. But without the without these big events, it's very difficult to uh, to make things make sense. Yeah, it's true. You gotta have it. You gotta have so many things. The stars have to align. And I gotta mention it right now, Dave Graham. Uh, you put a new general manager in there, and Dave Graham has really been lighting the lamp this year. You'd never know that guy's new, and I know he's not new to the sport, but definitely new to that role. Dave Graham has been lighting the lamp. Yeah, Dave's done a great job. Um, you know, the opportunity came up. He wanted to do it. I thought he was nuts for taking the job, Joe. But uh, Dave, Dave's run many successful businesses, retired for a little bit, wanted to wanted to go back to work. Um, and, you know, Dave's greatest strength is he, he, 
He knows what he knows, and if he doesn't know something, he leans on the guys like Alex and Sean and Daryl to help him out with the racing stuff. So he's uh, he's always fun to work with and very pleasant guy, and we wouldn't be where we are without him, that's for sure. Yeah, it's all about people. Whether it's a race team or a track or it doesn't matter, every form of our lives, it's all about the people that surround you, uh, and that's where all the success comes from. It's never one guy. It's always about everybody uh, that, that, you know, maybe make that one driver stand out. It's the infrastructure that everybody's got put in there, and that's the cool part. Let's start with Friday night there, Luke. Uh, we got the Quick Wick Super Stock Series. Uh, we got a tight points battle there. You got tight competition. We see it on a Friday night, on the Friday night Super Stock Show. But, man, when we talk about the series, the, ratchet, the competition ratchets up again. Let's talk about Friday night. Yeah, I think it's going to be a great race. Uh, those guys do a, a tremendous job. I think it's a very uh, underappreciated series in some ways. I mean, these super stuck guys are – there's some great competitors, some great racers there, and they're they're putting a lot on the line. So um, very thankful for all of them for supporting us, and thanks, Quick Quick. But it's, it's going to be a big night, and it's close. And those guys, they battle hard. They go door handle, door handle. They're, they're banging off each other, but they keep it pretty respectful too. So should be a great show for everyone to come see. Yeah, it is. And some of the guys, uh, we've got to put it out to Cody Wilds. I know he wrecked his car there a couple of weeks ago, broke his leg in a bunch of different spots, then found out his foot was actually broke as well to add insult to injury. Uh, but, you know, from the most part, guys that have, you know, had difficulty and wrecked their cars, they've been getting them back together. They've been getting back into the battle. And uh, there is one more big one to go, and that comes Friday night. Qualifying. Do you think qualifying is going to be like huge emphasis or, you know, you, you've uh, you've owned race teams and uh, been part of lots of race teams. Did you guys always put a lot into the qualifying effort when you got a 50 lap race ahead of you? Or do you say, hey, guys, let's set it up for the race? You know, I we always said qualifying wasn't a big deal. Just, you know, start in the top 10, 15. But then after you qualify, you're mad with eight. So you can say what you want to say, but everybody wants to qualify up front because you know your chances are better. The more you can avoid, the you know you don't want to be back there. So the story is qualifying doesn't matter until you don't qualify well. Is what uh, what you used to always go by. Yeah, and then and then you got to go. Okay, now we got to make up all that ground we could have done. We pass them uh, in qualifying instead of trying to pass them on the track. But in fifty laps. Traffic is definitely going to be an issue. Saturday night. Let's move forward into Saturday night. We've crowned the Superstock champion. Now it's APC's turn. And, man, have things been wild in the APC series this year. You can't get any tighter of a field. I don't know, uh, I don't know what the next move is because everything is lumped together right now. Yeah, I think that uh, I mean, first off, we got the quick we've got we've got the hot rod series and the uh, and, and the modifieds, the Queens of Modified. So I mean, we've got uh, some tremendous racing beforehand. Those guys have been great all year, great car counts. So that'll be fantastic. But you want to talk about drama for the 200 laps at Delaware, which we haven't done for many years in in, in the middle of, of of times that, you know, people are questioning tires and doing different things and there's going to be a lot of strategy and a lot of drama come Saturday night, so I can't wait. I mean, I'm a race fan at heart. Um, I'll be sitting there watching and looking forward to see what happens as much as anyone else. I wouldn't doubt it. Let's take a look at the points. We got them up here. Uh, Kyle Steckley's had a great season. There's no question there. 
whether it be Friday night racing or series competition, doesn't seem to matter to that 22 team. They get out to win every night. He's only got a five-point cushion right now, which is incredibly tight. Uh, back to uh, what he is, Joe Lawrence. What a season that guy has had in the 78 car. We kind of figured Joe Lawrence was, you know, one of those champions that was. And uh, all of a sudden, presto, they put a team together and a bare-bones team. But they're having big team results, that Joey guy. Yeah, they're they're a great group of guys and a good example of what what can be done working together. Um, you know, Joe's a, Joe's a great competitor. He, I think he likes to fly under the radar and joke that he's just having fun. But when that helmet goes on Joe, he's there to win a race, and uh, he does he does a great job of, of playing playing the nice guy. But he he means business, and I and I think the role of Joe and you know all the guys in that series. But he definitely is he's a fierce competitor once he gets in that car. Yeah, and Delaware Speedway home track for Joe. Uh, watching him in the seventy eight car gonna be a threat in the race. Uh, Kyle Steckley is your leader. Five points back to Joe Lawrence. Then how about Jake Sheridan? Uh, he has had either checkers or literally wreckers for uh, the 52 car. We've seen him just about total the race car at the beach on uh, trying to get prepared for the APC show. Uh, but you know what? They've bounced back. And look at them. Third in points, 10 back. 10 is approachable, right? He can make them up. Absolutely. I think you're going to see, you know, I, I think you can see 30 cars there. So, you know, 10 points is very doable. Jake and team and family. I mean, if if you if you want to know what stock car racing is really all about, those guys those guys have been doing it a long time and they know what they're doing. Great people, but again, they're coming there Saturday with one goal in mind, and it's not to go home third. They they want to win that race and win the championship for sure. Jr. Fitzpatrick, twelve out. Look at the season Jr. has had. When he's on the mark, man, he's been untouchable. But when you look at the racetracks. He's really good at Flamborough. He's really good at Sobel. He's okay at uh, Delaware. He's going to have to be really good at Delaware this time around with 200 laps. Uh, he's going to have to hit the marks and be there a long time. If anybody can do it, he's the kind of guy that can. Yeah, I mean, he, you know, he'll know how to control himself in the moment. He's been in this position a lot of times, a veteran guy. Uh, without without a broken control arm at Flamborough Speedway, he's coming into this race with the lead in the points. Um, so, yeah, anyone that counts out that eighty-four car and team and driver, they're uh, they're missing out because they will. They're again, they they're coming to win, and those guys will not stop. No, I don't think anybody works harder than those guys. Luke, how many points can you gain in a, in a night? Like for for an APC uh, Super Series race, what are you looking at? Is it a 50-point night? Is it a 100-point night if you, you know, do everything that you can do? Well, ultimately, if to, to gain on somebody who's in the race would be the number of cars in the race, plus there's some bonus points for leading a lap, leading the most, and I think there's a bonus point for winning. Um, they don't let me mess with this stuff much anymore, Joe. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But, uh, so I would say on a 30-car field that you could gain up to 33 points would be a pretty close guess. Yeah, so we're going to undoubtedly see movement in the points uh, when you got separation like that, and everybody is so close. I look at the top 10 cars, you've only got 53 points from 10th to 1st. Uh, and that may sound like a lot, but it's not. Uh, things can happen, and they happen in a hurry at Delaware Speedway. That will be Saturday night show. If Friday doesn't got your attention and Saturday night hasn't got your attention— it ramps up again. Now, Sunday, 
with our national tour. We've got uh, guys like uh, Noah Gregson that was at Delaware Speedway on Friday night, surprising everybody. Jumped into one of Jesse Kennedy's car, come home with a sixth-place finish. And then Amber Vulcan was in that OSS race. She almost uh, had Corey McAllister. It would have been interesting if the brakes didn't go on her car, how she would have fared out by the end of that 100 laps. Uh, we get a lot of staunch competitors, and I do believe in this Pinty's race, we're probably going to see the highest car count we've seen out of that series on an oval track this year. Yeah, for whatever reason, we uh, we see they seem to bring great car counts to Delaware. They love racing there. And, you know, one thing I will add, and this, I think you're going to see Noah Gregson in the APC race on Saturday night as well. So that, that should be a lot of fun to watch. But, you know, seeing these guys crown the champion, we're very fortunate that NASCAR gives us that opportunity. We like, we you know, we want to be a good partner to NASCAR. And uh, we, we look forward to it. I mean, those guys put on a heck of a show. And no matter what you say, the cars... You know, people complain the cars look this way, they're old, you know, whatever they want to say. I can tell you one thing, those guys have a way of putting on a show, and there's some very talented drivers in that, you know, a lot of very talented drivers, but it's always uh, it's always a race for those last five, ten laps. Yeah, 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 and again, the points are nice and tight there. Triton Lapsovich, our point leader. Uh, yeah, do we know if Triton's going to be in Saturday's show, too? Has there been any tipping of a hand there? I don't know. I would be surprised if we didn't see him there. I mean, Trayton's a great competitor and what a, a great racing family again. Um, I'd be shocked if he wasn't racing Saturday night, but we wish him all the best and we're pulling for him for Sunday. That's for sure. Am I allowed to say that? I'm just, yeah, I'm allowed to say sure that. Sure you are. I'm, I, yeah, both of us are. We, we can get away with it tonight. Uh, uh, camping. I know everybody else is taking care of the speedway, but do you know if camping's still available? If somebody wanted to drag in for the weekend? My understanding is camping is completely sold out. We uh, we created 50 new campsites last Tuesday or Wednesday to look after the uh, waiting list, but I believe it's completely sold out. But it's always worth a call to Jeff Graham. You never know what he can find. Yeah, exactly. And weekend tickets, is that possible, do you know? Uh, could somebody pick um, up tickets for the weekend all in one shot? Absolutely. I mean, um, you can just go to the website, Delaware Speedway, and there's a, the, the – all the information is there. You can buy your tickets for the weekend. It's uh, it's going to be lots of fun. We believe it's a, a great celebration of stock car racing in Canada. We celebrate all of our uh, all the great Canadian racing talent. It's uh, something we look forward to and work up to all year long. Yeah, and you won't beat it. Trust me, this is going to be uh, one that uh, you don't want to miss. Uh, you want to be at the track and experience this one. With any luck at all, Luke Ramsey, we get perfect weather because uh, you guys have been battling it out. And uh, God bless you guys for doing what you've done because you have battled weather pretty well every time out of the gate with the APC series. Not this coming weekend, my friend. Friday, Saturday, Sunday, sunny and 70, minim minimum temperature, uh, 20 degrees Celsius for us Canadians. <laughs> but I... I hope so, Joe. It's been a tough summer battling the weather. That's for sure. You you've been in these shoes. They're not. It's not that fun when the weather's coming. No, that's why I took them off. I got rid of that pair. <laughs> Luke Ramsey, appreciate the time. Uh, I know you're a busy cat, and uh, can't wait to see you on the weekend, bud. This is going to be a good one. Looking forward to seeing you, Joe, and appreciate everything you do for us. You bet. Luke Ramsey, president of the United Racing Series, and uh, of course with Delaware Speedway as well. Got a lot of great people working with them. And uh, the series, uh, I don't know which night I would call the better of the three because uh, all three of them are unique. All three of them have got uh, major bonuses. 
uh, I can only say one thing. If you're going to get one ticket, you might as well buy all three because they pretty well guarantee you you're going to be glued to Delaware Speedway next weekend. Going to be off the hook. A quick break is what we're going to hit. And uh, who we got coming up next? Oh, we got some results coming at you next. Stay with us all life tonight on Race Time Radio, Sirius XM, Channel 167, Canada Talks. Uh, my name's Ryan Litt, driver of the number 07 Auto Value Super Sprint USAC Sprint Car, and I'm listening to Race Time Radio. You're listening to Canada Talks on Sirius XM, channel 167. Did you know you can get home and away feeds for every NFL, NBA, and NHL game on your phone? I can't believe it! Every game, all season. It's all on the SXM app. Sports the way they're meant to be heard. With your hometown announcers just, just a tap, tap away. Yeah. Search for your team, then tap the star on the corner of the screen and save it as your favorite. And it is gone! An incredible finish! And if you love college sports, when the game is on, just search for your school. It's always a home game when you listen to sports on the SXM app. Free for most subscribers. What is Sirius XM NASCAR Radio? Tyler Reddy will go to Victory Lane at the Indianapolis Motor Speedway. You just won at Indy. Down here in Victory Lane, let me ask the fans. It's all. Joe Legato will set his sights on the championship. Two times, baby. Things. He shot him up the right track. Back up on the throttle as he heads to victory. <laughs> NASCAR. Oh, he loses it. He crashes. Sirius XM NASCAR Radio, Channel 90. Also streaming on the SXM app. Oh, hell yeah. Even though Napa is a nationally known name, nearly all of our stores are built from the ground up by local owners and families. People you might call neighbors will be here, there, and everywhere. Doing what neighbors do to keep their communities moving forward. You stop by a Napa Auto Parts store, you can count on Napa know-how. Tonight's Race Time Radio is brought to you by Napa Auto Parts Stores, New Glasgow, Andy Ganesh, and Port Hawkesbury, Nova Scotia. You can count on Napa know-how. AP Race Fuels, the worldwide leader in race fuel technology. Drivers, start your engines! Welcome back to the track. Live on Race Time Radio, Sirius XM 167. Welcome back, one and all, to Race Time Radio. So, so glad you could tune in tonight. Uh, we are going to, uh, kind of a fluid situation here, waiting for Corey McAllister to get out of his race car and uh, jump on Zoom and join us. Uh, we're going to talk about his championship in the Ontario Sportsman Series. He not only won the championship, he won the race on Friday night. Uh, so we're looking forward to catching up with the two-speed 71. Uh, but if he's still in the race car, a little hard to join us here on Race Time. Steve McCaw still coming up, driver of the four Oscar Hot Rod. Uh, he went through disaster this year and has come out the other side, ready to jump back into that four car and uh, pick up where he left off. He ended with a second-place finish. Uh, and just about ended it big time. Uh, but you know what? Not Steve. He is back. And he is uh, going to join us here tonight. And we're going to catch up with Pat Farrow, a guy that won a championship at Sobble Speedway. Uh, but while we're trying to find out who's next and what's coming, uh, what do you say we check in uh, with Jerry Paxton? 
at uh, Flamborough Speedways, where we were last night. A dynamite night of racing. Uh, pure stocks, mini stocks. Uh, they had the Pro 4s in and, uh, uh, of course, the Pro Late Models. It was championship night for them and the Super Stocks. Now, Roy Wilkie in the 33 car, he is the Super Stock champion at Flamborough Speedway. We don't have his championship clip. Um, we got JRs, and we're going to hear that next. And uh, what what I have done is I've texted Roy and said, Roy, can I get you on next weekend's program? We got to hear from the champion. Uh, uh, it, it, he, what a great guy! What a beautiful looking thirty three car. That Bester Forest Products uh, uh, number thirty three was off the hook this year. Ford Mustang. You'll see what I mean. Uh, next week we'll have Roy Wilkie on the show. And uh, we'll catch up with them that way. We'll have them live. And J.R. Fitzpatrick, of course, we've had on a ton this year. Uh, he, of course, is the champion in Pro Late Model at Flamborough Speedway. Uh, let's have a look and listen to the clip that Jerry Paxton got just last night at Flamborough Speedway. Here it is. He's extremely happy with this race car, how fast it is and how well it is working and how much work they've done to it. So... Congrats to the team along with JR as uh, they get ready to celebrate a season championship. Out of the car, your 2023 late model champion at Flamborough Speedway, JR Fitzpatrick. Well, you said you're going to put it back in victory lane. Yeah, the car was really good. It just took quite a few laps to get going there. The track's getting pretty cold and greasy, but. Uh... Yeah, man, just everybody on this 55 team, uh, um, they gave me a great car all year. We had a lot of fun and uh, won a lot of races, and uh, this tire inventory thing really paid off for us. car was good tonight. What about the rest of the season now? How many more races in this one? Uh, we're probably going to do the Triple Crown for the Drysdale race. I think that's in October. Uh, this car is pretty darn good, so I'm looking forward to doing those races. And, uh, yeah, we'll, uh, we'll go from there. The 84 is going to Autumn Colors? Uh, that I don't know yet. I don't know if I'll go. I'll be there in something. Or more than something. More than one. Yeah, I, I've heard rumors there's a couple that are available. So we'll see. Uh, but like I said, I just got to thank everybody, my wife, my kids, uh, my t team, uh, Ted and Chris come with me every week, and then Paul, uh, Chris House, all his guys that help work on this thing. It's been a great year, and, uh, yeah, this is for them. And there you have it, your season champion, a feature winner tonight, J.R. Fitzpatrick. Yeah, awesome job. J.R. really did well uh, last night at Flamborough Speedway. Won both races, uh, which is just about unheard of at Flamborough Speedway uh, when it comes time for those... Uh, uh, for, for the late models, it's a tough, tough deal. Uh, the seven car was... Uh, 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 Ty Cavillan. I'm thinking and trying to work at the same time, and it doesn't always work out. Ty Cavillan had a real fast number seven last night, and uh, consequently had a little bit of contact, and uh, up into the fence he went. He hit the wall fairly hard. Uh, Ty's okay. The car, uh, I was texting with Tony Cavillan today, and uh, sure enough, they have a bunch of work to do. But they will be out for those triple 50s that JR mentioned. Of course, Frosttoberfest, London Recreational supports that. And uh, Mike, Mike Schmidt does just an amazing job. You don't want to miss Frosttoberfest coming up uh, at, at Flamborough Speedway. It's going to be a barn burner. Uh, you, you got just action nonstop. You got everything coming through. Uh, going to be really, really cool. 
But how about this? I look at the Zoom line, and uh, I can see Steve McCaw's name up there. I wonder if Steve-O is right there. Steve, how you doing? Doing great, Joe. How are you? Doing fantastic. Can't see you, brother, but I can hear you. I can hear you, and that's music to my ears, man. Uh, you have had a real, real tough summer, but it sounds like things are finally coming around your way, bud. Yeah, we uh, we definitely have uh, have turned a corner um, for sure, Christian. Can you check this for me? Uh, we definitely turned a corner. Uh, had our challenges uh, the end of uh, the end of June, as uh, um, you know, we uh, we got real lucky. Had some great people that uh, that helped us out of uh, a really tough situation. Um, had some great doctors, obviously the support of my family, my wife, my kids, um, and, uh, and my great friends, uh, the racing community just, uh, above and beyond to, uh, to the point of where we are today and, and doing really, really well. What's the recovery been like, uh, for, for viewers and listeners that may not know exactly what we're talking about, I better set the stage here a wee bit. And I thank you for jumping on. Uh, I know we were going to have Corey and you're not up until 10 minutes from now or whatever. Yeah. Uh, but I seen your name and I thought, woo, Steve-O, you're going to bail me out right now. Uh, well, we saw you having a little bit of trouble. So I thought, I, you know what, we may as well try to jump on now and see if we can help Joe out a little bit. You're so. good. Uh, what took place? Uh, back here in June, it was a real nice warm night at Delaware Speedway. Now, Steve is a race car driver. He hadn't been in a race car in a few years, sort of stepped out of the sport, decided he was going to get back in. And when he did, he picked him up uh, uh, the number four hot rod in the Oscar Hot Rod Series. And uh, Steve jumped right back in. And it looked like things were going absolutely perfect. His first race out He's battling for the lead and uh, come away with a second-place finish. Checkered flag flies, and the number four cars just sort of slowed down on the cool-down lap and then went into the wall, and things didn't look right. It just uh, it, it didn't look right, and sure enough, Steve, you were having trouble in that race car, and you were uh, non-responsive. You are right out cold. What's your last memory before all of that took place? My daughter's graduation the day before. Isn't that? Hey, eh? it goes back. It is so yeah, there's a two week window, um, including race day, that I don't have any recollection of whatsoever. Uh, and then the two weeks after that, when I got out of the hospital, I was in a coma for five or seven, nine days, something like that. Uh, when I got out of the hospital, the next two weeks, good and bad. Some days I remember, some days I don't. Um, I remember parts of the day. So. There was a lot of uh, a lot of trauma that way um, as well, but uh, but yeah, we we went through some challenges, obviously, some big ones. <laughs> I bet, and those are all days that you want to put behind you because you have turned the corner and yeah. you're back to the Steve McCaw that we knew and loved and uh, ready to go racing once again. Uh, but I, I guess I, the takeaway from it is in life. We never know. Steve, you and I could be sitting here doing race time radio, having fun. And uh, two seconds from now, one of us could be laying on the floor and not knowing how that happened. And I guess yeah. uh, that's why they say enjoy every day. And I know you're all about that. 
Well, we're definitely all about that. And I'll tell you, if, if, if anything like that does happen to you, you, uh, you definitely want it to happen where it happened to me. Um, you know, the, just a little bit of a backstory, because there's a lot of confusion as far as what did actually take place. Um, so long story short, my exhaust separated in the car, which caused carbon monoxide poisoning. Um, I also had been told by my doctor for probably about two years about high cholesterol, high blood pressure. I have a high stress job. So uh, with that, obviously, those things come into play. I thought I was too young to take the medication at that time. I was going to control it with exercise and diet. Let's face it, none of us really do that, <laughs> which I didn't either. Um, so all of that combined, probably partially the heat. The good part is my doctor said it was going to happen at some point in time, no matter what. So um, that gives me uh, that gives me peace and knowing that getting back in the race car isn't a problem. Um, but uh, it was definitely going to happen sooner or later. Luckily for me, um, guys like Derek Clark, guys like Wayne Pilkey, um, guys like Rick Verburn, and the um, the entire staff at Delaware, the the medical crew that were there, um, did an amazing job and. and didn't miss a beat, um, and uh, and saved my life. Ultimately, at the end, I was uh, I was I was gone in the car, um, and they were uh, they were able to bring me back. Um, so that's the that's the amazing part. And, and again, the racing community is such an amazing group of people. And uh, and and luckily, I had a lot of guardian angels on my side that day. Um, and uh, just just thankful i'm a, I'm a very very thankful man i've I've kind of always been thankful but i'm uh i'm a heck of a lot more thankful today than i was uh was june 29th well i'll tell you what uh if i know race fans and i know i'm pretty good i'll bet come saturday when you take to the racetrack don't be surprised if those fans all stand up and give you a standing ovation for doing what you did man you come back you're uh you, you know, your drive and passion for the sport is obviously there. What has that recovery been like? Has there been training involved? Of course, taking the right medications to get you back online. Uh, but what has that recovery looked like? So most of it has been um, exactly that medication, um, being smart, uh, resting, letting my body recover, um, eating properly, eating better, um, and, and just exercise but not pushing yourself to a different level um we weren't really sure whether i was going to be able to get back into the car we were going to listen to the doctor and whatever the doctor said was kind of where we were going to be um and then on tuesday of last week i guess just the tuesday that just passed mm -hmm. um i had my stress test and they gave there's two different stress stress tests they gave me the harder one expected me to finish in a 73 percent bracket um and i'll tell you i dug deep um, and, uh, and we pulled 87%. Um, we were two seconds away from going to level six. So we got to level five. The doctor was really happy with that. Absolutely zero issues whatsoever with my heart, um, or my chest. I had all of these monitors hooked up to me. The only issue that I had was breathing. Um, but I had gotten pneumonia in the hospital, still struggling with it. When I got out of the hospital, I had a chest infection two weeks ago that I was on medication for. The medication had just ended the morning of my stress test. So um, had a few few challenges as far as breathing. And I'll tell you, I was so determined that I probably would have pushed to, to <laughs> level 12 if there was one, if it wasn't for the breathing that, that ended up uh, having to make me stop. But, uh, but yeah, we, we dug deep. 
for that one for sure. Well, I I can see you, but uh, you look like you're uh, doing fantastic, and uh, this is truly amazing that you're going to get back into the race car come Friday night at Delaware Speedway. Now, you left the track in second place that night. Uh, are you going to be, uh, uh, you know, putting yes. a lot of emphasis on your qualifying? You want to get out there. Obviously, you want to win yourself a race. We do. We uh, we won our heat race, um, started at the back, won our heat race. Uh, they put us in the back of the feature. We, we ran our way through the field. Um, actually, your son, um, Junior, was uh, was fighting for the 26 car that night, and uh, we were coming for him. And uh, I think if we probably had a lap or two, we may have gotten him, but... From what I hear, yeah. I'll be honest with you, I don't remember it. So, um, but uh, but from what I hear, we were we were definitely coming. Uh, we plan on exactly that scenario playing out again. Um, we hope that they actually let us start where we deserve to start this time. Um, and uh, and if that's at the back with all the fast guys, I'm good with it. If it's at the front with all the fast guys, I'm good with it. Um, if we deserve to be where with the fast guys, that's where I want to start. And uh, we'll. Uh, we're going to leave it all out there, Joe. I can tell you that. There's not going to be anything left. I wouldn't doubt it. Are you going to get any test time in or any kind of reacclimation with the race car before Friday night or before the weekend when you get thrown to the Wolves? Yeah, I've actually been in the car the last two weeks uh, on uh, on Monday nights. I've ran, uh, ran 22 laps two Mondays ago, 27 laps uh, last Monday. And it's it's funny we uh my wife obviously went through a lot of uh, a lot of issues with this when when it happened she obviously um took care of everything mm-hmm. um you know but the first day i got in the car she was definitely more nervous than i was but we walked in and 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 Wayne Pilkey was there so she felt a lot better cuz Wayne was there and he was obviously one of the guys that that helped me quite a bit um and then when we went back the second week we ran 26 laps and uh and um, Rick Verburn was there, so she felt good because Rick Verburn was was one of the other guys. So uh, she she felt good, and honestly, in the uh, everything went really really well. Oh, good, good. We lost a little bit of what you said there. You froze up just for a second, but uh, man, I'll tell you what, this is going to be. Some amazing weekend. Uh, the action is going to be fierce at Delaware Speedway Friday, Saturday, Sunday. Uh, but I'll tell you what, you coming on tonight, looking at you, knowing this story, and uh, to hear that you're going to get back into that race car with family support and everything that surrounds it. Steve, you're one of the reasons why I love this sport uh, for guys like you and uh, the determination and the passion. Who have you got sponsoring that number four car come uh, this weekend? Well, I've got the same same group that have been there uh, been there this year and been with me for years and years and years. Uh, but Ray Cullen Chevrolet, uh, Pine Valley Minute Lube, Drive By Supply, Patzer Homes, uh, Baker Aluminum, uh, Kim Gardner Royal LePage, um, Jim's Finish Line Auto and Trans, uh, Extreme Graphics, Smack Tools, just great group of people that have uh, that have helped me for for a long long time obviously and uh i took a 13 year break and uh those same people were were in my office wanting to help and and support me and um we were going to run a limited schedule this year so we weren't looking for sponsors but uh but they all came and 
helped us out and just great people. And, you know, the racing community is such great people and the supporters are great people. And, you know, people like Luke and his team, what they've done at Delaware, what they've done with the series and what Dave's done with the Oscar and what you do with your show. Um, just just amazing people involved all the way around. You're kind of like the Eagles, you know. I'm kind of a classic rock kind of guy. The Eagles had somewhat similar story. They didn't break up. They took a 14-year vacation, and uh, you took a 13-year one off. And I got a sneaky suspicion Victory Lane is going to be some happy uh, to welcome you back if you uh, happen to make it in there. You got your work cut out for you, man. Uh, you got Tyler Hahn, and you got uh, Dale and Martin, and the list goes on and on. Competition's up there. Steve, you fit like a glove, and good luck in the race. I know we're all excited to see you back in there. See you healthy, and uh, good luck. I'm going to have a spot right here on Race Time Radio for that winner. Uh, you never know. could be you, bud. Thanks, Joe. I appreciate it. And you're right. The competition in the Oscar Hot Rod Series is incredible and great, great group of people. Uh, a lot of these people I've never met uh, who have all reached out and stayed in contact with me through all of this. Um, you know, really looking forward to being out with those guys as well. Just, uh, just a great group of people. Ah, it's going to be awesome. Steve, thanks so much for the time. Thanks to the kids, too, for getting us hooked up and uh, you jumping on their attack early. Uh, awesome stuff. We're going to hit a quick break when we come back. Thanks, I Joe. can see Corey McAllister. He's going to jump on. Steve-O, you have a good one. See you at Delaware. You too, Joe. Take care. You bet. That is Steve McCall. Watch out. He's back in a race car. Uh, we're going to hit this quick break. When we come back, I can see Corey McAllister. I believe he even won a sunset today. we got so much to talk to Corey about. Uh, going to be very interesting. We'll be back in just a moment. Hi, this is Kenny Schrader, and you're listening to Race Time Radio. From coast to coast, 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 to coast you're listening to Canada Talks. To Canada Talks. Hey everyone, this is World Series champions Lance McCullers Jr. and Carlos Correa. We're excited to announce that our podcast, The Walkout, is now available on SiriusXM. Each episode, we go inside the world of combat sports, providing hardcore analysis, honest opinions, and top picks for every fight. If you share the same passion for combat sports as we do, you need to listen to The Walkout. Episodes are available on the SiriusXM app, Andorra, and wherever you get your podcasts. It's time to get back to the racetracks. For over 30 years, Quick Quick Fire Starters have fueled the sport on and off the track, making lighting your campfire as easy as one, two, three. There's no need for kindling or paper. Just pop your Quick Quick Fire Starter in the pit, add your wood, and presto, you're a pro. Quick Quick Fire Starters, no harmful chemicals, and guaranteed to light your fire every time. Quick Quick Fire Starters, the world's best fire starter. Even though Napa is a nationally known name, nearly all of our stores are built from the ground up by local owners and families. People you might call neighbors will be here, there, and everywhere. Doing what neighbors do to keep their communities moving forward. You stop by a Napa Auto Parts store, you can count on Napa know-how. Tonight's Race Time Radio is brought to you by... Napa Auto Parts Stores, Port Hawkesbury, New Glasgow, and Indigenous, Nova Scotia. I want my if you're looking for miles per gallon, you're definitely at the wrong place. 
maybe a few channels up or a few channels down, you'll find it. But this is Race Time Radio on Sirius XM 167. Canada Talks. And now, back with your host, Joe Chisholm. And welcome back, one and all, to Race Time Radio, all live tonight on Sirius XM Channel 167 Canada Talks. We're going to get right back to the Zoom line. This guy has had his foot to the floor literally all weekend long with the points championship in the Ontario Sportsman Series with the win Friday night in the 100 Ontario Sportsman Series race. Heads to Sunset Speedway, picks off the pole, gets another championship, this time in the Sunset Super Stocks. His name is Corey McAllister drives the number 71 two-speed Chevrolet. What's going on, Corey? You've had a miraculous weekend. Hey, guys. How are you? Yeah, we're still in tech and uh, soaked in sweat. And, uh, yeah, definitely. Uh, that's for sure. Yeah, incredible. I can see Pat. I can see you up, Pat. Can I get you just to click out? Uh, we'll get to you in just a couple of minutes. I got Corey McAllister. There you are, Corey. You're back. Uh, we'll get, we're gonna get to Pat here in a few minutes, but, uh, uh, Corey, you just finished up the race at sunset. Let's talk about it for a second here. Did you win the race at sunset today? No, I don't even know where we finished. Uh, we were struggling with drive off all day and we tried some adjustments and it just didn't work and, I think everybody was fighting for drive-off today, so I don't know if it was the Hooter tire compound that the Super Lates put down last night. I was even watching the Pro Lates today, and they're, most of them were having trouble with drive-off. So I got to a point that uh, we had the championship wrap. Let's just keep the fenders on the car and keep it clean, and uh, yeah, it's been a hell of a day. I wouldn't doubt it, man. Uh, good, good to hear that you've had... The success that you've had, I know you and the crew have worked your butts off this year. You've hit victory lane a bunch, and to come away with two championships, I don't know, Corey, could you even predict that you would have come away with two titles at the end of 2023? Well, if you ask me on after night three of the OSS series, I'd definitely tell you no. We had two DNFs and three races, and I was starting to think, boys, I don't know what we need to do differently, but holy cow. And uh, it seemed to really come together in a hurry, though. Our, our super stock program, uh, it's really came immensely. Not a lot of people know that was my last start in a super stock. The car's going in a different trailer tonight after they were cleared of tech. And uh, I'm glad we went out with a bang. Well, and that's incredible. That tells you a lot about the perseverance of the 71 team. You as a driver, you as a car owner, uh, the support that you put into this uh, uh, short track racing here in the province of Ontario and everything that you guys do at two speed to work with race teams to make life easier. Uh, kind of cool when you can set all that aside and uh, work on your racing program and have the success that you've had. Uh, that's amazing. I know this won't be the final laps for you, or will it be with a couple of big specials coming up? Frostoberfest, Autumn Colors at Peterborough. You got any plans? Or I, It's going to be kind of hard when your race car rolls away later today. Well, a hot rod went home in the trailer with us last night, so you're going to see us in something different for Frost Fest and Autumn Colors and uh, maybe even a couple modified starts here yet this year. So 
Uh, we got to keep digging. We can't give it up. If there's a track race, then we got to be there. Uh, that's what I kind of figured with you, Corey McAllister. Always exciting. Let's talk about the Ontario Sportsman Series. Man, that's a tough deal. Uh, watching the races, uh, I think back to Friday night, watching the race on uh, uh, on Rogers uh, from Delaware. I'm going to revisit lap oh, 20 or so. Uh, Corey, you look like you had the car uh, just hooked up and flying. And all of a sudden, Amber Balkin and uh, there was top five cars coming. And with the blink of an eye, bam, they were right on top of you. It looked like they were going to pounce. And I thought, oop, Corey's uh, ignition must have taken off. He must have fuel trouble or something. And I was expecting to see you go to the bottom and fade out. And then all of a sudden, boom, the car ignited and away you went. You never looked back. Yeah, the brake pedal went to the floor. I lost all brakes. I had no brakes at all. Uh, it was kind of nerve-wracking at first. So probably around lap 25, lap 30, I started pumping the brakes, trying to get a pedal. And then I just figured, all right, we got no brakes. We're not going to have any brakes for the rest of the event. The caution came out, and I, the crew said to me, he said, Corey, don't hurt yourself over a race car. And I'm like, no way am I pulling off this racetrack. I'll back up that corner, and I'll drive the damn thing. And... Uh, it just shows how much that championship meant to us. Delaware has always been kind of my Achilles heel. I've, I've always struggled there. And it's like the biggest thing is because it's close to three hours away from home. And we just don't get down there enough. And, man, I'll tell you, once you figure that place out, that's like the funnest place around, dude. That that place is a ton of fun. You back up that corner and you get a, uh, lots of drive off coming out. And, uh, yeah, it was a huge deal. I was proud of it. Uh, I can't thank my team enough uh they kept me in the game, and uh, what are you going to do? You got to play the dealt or the deck of cards you're dealt. Yeah, it's like Canada's Wonderland when you figure it out, right? You're going to go on a rocket ride, and uh, Corey, you did it. You got the championship. You had good feature wins this year in more than one class. Man, it's been a successful 2023, and now we're going to get you back on the show lots uh, to talk about things and. Uh, we'll have a look at uh, how the hot rod turns out for you. That's an exciting class as well. Uh, but uh, congratulations. And we can't thank you enough for jumping on here tonight out of the race car onto Zoom uh, right in the pits at sunset. That's pretty cool. Yeah, the car's still up on jack stands. The flywheel's coming out of it right now. The transmission's coming out of it. The clutch is coming out of it. I'm not sure how far we're going tonight. It might be a late night, but. I really don't give a damn. Uh, we got nothing to hide, and, and we're definitely going to clear tech. I know that. That a boy. You sit back, have yourself a cold one, and uh, relax, man. You did it, and uh, you're champion in more than one way. Right on, Joe. Appreciate everything. And, uh, yeah, big shout-out to all the OSS, all the competitors, all of the uh, officials, everybody. I've had so much fun in that series. It brought fun back to racing for me this year. Uh Sunset Speedway, Brian Toddish, you know, and Sander, they take care of us. Ben Courtney, Mike Brown, all those guys, uh, they've been great to us. And, and all of our marketing support and and uh, all the guys like yourself, Joe, this is how we get our name out there. I can't, uh, can't show enough appreciation to everybody. 71 sponsorship. Who you got on there on both cars? Here we go. I don't got the car in front of me. I know. <laughs> Test time, buddy. Oh, Test time. One, my primary sponsor, he's been with me since day one. Uh, Strike Energy Systems, Durham, Ontario. Epic Racewear, Ilium Industries out of Allenfurt, uh, West Gray Auto Parts, Nickel Insurance, uh, ImageWraps.ca, Elevated Workplace Safety, Dave's Auto Body, um, 
Eastern overhead doors, Caldecott Millwrights, two-speed motorsports, CM Precision. And uh, if I forgot anybody, <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm sweating. <laughs> I'm out of breath. And, yeah, it's, it's been a lot, a hard last couple of days. I know. I don't think we're going to go as hard as we did Friday night. It was 7 a.m. shutting her down. So we all got to work tomorrow. So tonight's going to be a lighter one. But thanks a lot to everybody. And uh, thanks for everything you guys do. Cheers, buddy. Congratulations on all the success. I look forward to getting you back on, Corey. Right on. Thank you, Joe. Corey McAllister, champion, Ontario Sportsman Series, champion, Sunset Speedway in a super stock and, uh, man, I'll tell you what, they really, really put it together. Uh, they did a fantastic job. Still one guest to go. We got Pat Farrow coming up. Go ahead, Patty, dial in if you can. Uh, we'll get you on the show. Another champion. Uh, Pat Farrow did it in his 08 combined four at Sobble Speedway. I was out, caught a race this year, and uh, watching the 08 car, I'll tell you what, gets to the high side of the racetrack Got to run up against the clock, and the 08 car did not. Uh, he was flawless. Uh, just ran up there. He did a really good job, and uh, that's what it takes to be a champion, right? You got to be consistent. You got to keep the fenders on it, and Pat Farrow definitely did that in 2023. Look forward to catching up with him here. As soon as he zooms in, uh, we'll bring him up to you. I'll, I'll tell you a little, some more results. As we wait for Pat Farrow to click back in, uh, Jason Groves. How about this? Jason Groves wins the 150 out at Eastbound International Speedway just yesterday. Uh, that does cap another season at Eastbound and just outside Avondale, Newfoundland, a beautiful speedway. Uh, Jason Groves, your Division One NASCAR champion. Uh, I believe that is either the third or fourth championship for Jason Groves in the 74. And I know we look forward to grabbing Jason here next week or the week after. We'll get him on the show and we'll uh, catch up with Jason. But how about this? We do have the Sobble uh, Combined Four champion. We got Pat Farrow with us, driver of the 08. What's going on, Patty? How you doing? Well, I'm good. How are you doing? Fantastic, my friend. Congratulations on all the success you had this year. Been quite a season for you. Thanks. Yeah, it's uh, it was a crazy season. You know, we had to work hard for it, but ended up getting uh, five feature wins. And most importantly, that championship. I've been chasing that for a lot of years. So it was really cool to finally get one of them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, you deserve it. I, watching you, I was out the one night and uh, was able to watch the races. And I'll tell you what, that 08 car, middle of track to uh, the upper groove, that's where you sort of settled in all night. It was a 40 or 50 lap race that I seen. Uh, but man, I'll tell you what, you did a good job right in that zone. Uh, staying up there, didn't break out. And that's critical in those races, right? Yeah. Yeah. Well, that's exactly it. I knew that, you know, with the breakout, you got to try something different. So I worked at it and somehow made that car work up top, which doesn't seem to, you know, nobody can do that. No. But uh, it works out good, and it just keeps you right under that breakout time. But guys kind of started realizing, and they were starting to take it away from me, so I kind of had to go back to the bottom and try and keep her under that breakout time. Yeah, 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 and that's what you got to do, right? Uh, it, it makes for exciting racing. Um, it, who knows what's going to take place in the future, whether, you know, the, the, the car counts will grow, and I know I have my theory on – 
how I would do it uh, to get, you know, more cars back out there. Um, but you know what? It's the sign of the times as well, right? Uh, everybody's got to have the money, be able to afford to do it. And uh, the, the competition is definitely there when you've got the cars that are on track. I think uh, uh, Glenn Schmidt seen him out this year. And uh, the new seven car came out of junior late models and went up into the four cylinder class. And uh, it, it was kind of cool all the way around. But uh, what do you plan on doing in 2024? Well, we'll be back, you know, always going to have Sable as the home track and we'll, uh, I got a lot of work to do on the 08, kind of cooked the motor last race there. So got to get it dialed in and we'll be back for full time there. And I'm hoping to get a couple more mini stock races in elsewhere, maybe Sunset, Flambro and all that, but it's a lot of work. So we'll kind of see how it plays out. (laughs) Now I got to ask you, your daughter has been at every single race that I have seen you in. Uh, your daughter is with you all the time. I think back to a few years ago, and she'd be the one. And I tell you, I have never been one for having young kids in the pits. But that young lady uh, listens to every word. She stays within the confines of the hauler, and uh, she is there supporting you all the way through. What's your daughter's name, and how big of a part does she play in your crew? Uh, it's Addison, I got to say. Hi, Daddy. I know she's watching right now. Daddy loves you. Miss you. And, uh, yeah, she's there. She's she's such a great girl. You know, she, she's she been around the track her whole life because I've been doing this, well, the whole time she's been alive. So she knows how it works. And, you know, she always comes over, wants to check the tires with me and uh, make sure I got my seatbelts on. And it, it's it's a pretty awesome feeling when you, you get that feature and, Seeing how excited she is just to see her daddy get a win, it's it's really it's awesome. Watch out, Pat. The future's coming. We got a future racer. I can see it coming right now. Uh you got a buddy of yours too that works on your team. Who is it? Yeah, and uh that's Mike. Uh Mike Brown. We uh he's been a great teammate, you know. He helped me all the years when I was running mini stock down in uh Varney and at, at uh Sobel and stuff and then we uh, we got together and built him his car, and uh, you know he actually had a great year too. He got his first ever feature win. He uh, he finished second to me probably about four or five times, mm-hmm. and uh, he actually came second in points. So him and I were both able to get one two championship there, which is a pretty cool thing to pull off. We joked about it <laughs> for so many years. Oh, it'd be great to be the one two, and then somehow we put it all together, and. You know, it was a crazy year for both uh, of us. Pulled it off. That's the way to do it. Sponsorship on the 08. Who have you got, bud? Uh, I got OK Tire, Owen Sound. Um, I work there. So, you know, if you're in the Owen Sound area, bring her in. We'll take care of you. And uh, Polaris Spray Foam and Insulation. So, you know, if you're in uh, Bruce Peninsula, Gray Bruce County, give Devin a call if you need any insulation work. He does great work. And, uh, yeah, that's other than that, just got to thank my family that, you know, listens to me talk about racing all the time. And, you know, they've all helped me through the years and finally got something out of it. So well, good for you. You deserve absolutely all of it. Pat Farrell, this has been great catching up with you. Uh, thanks for jumping on with us. And I'll check in with you through the off season and find out how things are coming along and what the plan is for 2024. Sound good? Awesome. Thank you for having me on here. This is pretty cool. You bet. That's Pat Farrow. He is a champion at Sobble Speedway in the combined fours, the 08 car 
Always exciting to see this guy on the racetrack. And now crew chief of his, eh, he's in the race now too. But uh, And watch out, his daughter is coming. Trust me when I say, the young girl was born pretty well at the Speedway. She'll be there. Uh, she'll be in a car one of these days. That is going to do it for tonight's racing program here, Race Time Radio. Got to thank Sue here. Got to thank Scotty and all the guys back in Toronto at Rev TV Canada, at Sirius XM, and, of course, on the Performance Motorsport Network.com. Couldn't do it without all of you and, of course, you, the viewer. Keep those cards and letters coming. You got any questions or comments, email me anytime. Joe at RacetimeRadio.com is my email address. And join us again next Sunday right here on Race Time Radio, all live at 5. And we'll have uh, some more results for you as we get into uh, into more of the off season. That's going to do it for us. Have a good one, everybody. Catch you next week. Thanks for listening to Race Time Radio. Visit us on the web at www.racetimeradio.com. We hope you'll join us again next time for more Race Time Radio. Come on now, dig, dig, dig. Exclusively on your home for the hardcore race fan. Excellent, buddy. Excellent.